What's up, everybody? I'm Jed. And I'm Chris Rad. I'm Cecily. And this week, we're wasting our talent with... Uh, every, my name is Austin Towns, but everybody calls me Sleezus Christ. Sleezus Christ. Cool. So the name. Oh, I get this question <laughs> a lot. Yeah. You uh, had to know it was yeah. going to be the first question. Honestly, I don't really remember the exact origin of it, but I listen to a lot of like acid rap. You know, have you ever heard of Flatbush Zombies? Yeah. I've never heard of acid rap. There's a, <laughs> there's a crazy line where he calls himself Fleezus Christ, and I don't know why. I kind of took that, and then I used to listen to a lot of Wiz Khalifa when I was a kid, and he had this big sleazy thing going on, so I just kind of like mixed the two, mm. not knowingly, if that makes sense. Like over, I don't know. Over years, I just kind of realized like that's definitely where it had to have came from. Yeah, but I thought it was like Kanye West, because doesn't he like do Jesus Christ? Does he? I don't he know. does. I don't pretty, know. Or maybe honestly. not. I don't know. Correct me if I'm I, wrong. I honestly don't know. But yeah, it just kind of happened. So how long have you been rolling with that name? Uh, honestly, a year. Only a year. Only okay. a year. Yeah, I've only been doing shirts and stuff for a year. So. Okay, really well, what odd. about art? Well, I've been painting and drawing since I was like three. I have yeah. sketchbooks from when I was six years old that are full. And from that point on, I've been filling books every couple it. months. So. Well, I wanted to ask you about, because on your Instagram, you have visionary artists, and mm. I, like, love visionary art. Oh, yeah. So, Definitely. like, when did you tack on that label? Uh, probably after my first trip to Electric Forest. I had a, yeah. you know, big breakthrough. Went through a lot of fun things. Yeah. <laughs> Went through some changes. <laughs> yeah. Saw some fun things. Went through different dimensions, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 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 About that point, definitely. The yeah. art completely changed after I got into the festival scene and I met some really good people. Different yeah. scene for sure, too. Because I used to be into like the metal scene and oh, cool. switch my energy up. Yeah. Chris soon. is a huge metalhead. So. Yeah. I play in a metal band. Hell yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I used to be into all that. I don't know. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm into everything now. No, know? same. Definitely. I'm into a little bit of everything. I do more like the, the bluegrass scene now. Right on. Dude, yeah. those guys are ripping it metal style. They're just not plugged in. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell you, the, the chops are, I mean, just the down pick, and you're not going to find oh, yeah. uh, that kind of style. And I've been on the most massive kick lately of, so have you guys ever heard Fade to Bluegrass? No. Sounds familiar. Is it like a Metallica bluegrass? It's tribute? a Metallica bluegrass cover. <laughs> and I thought it was just this one like, there were two albums. There was Fade to Bluegrass 1 and Fade to Bluegrass 2. And I thought that was it. Turns out, wrong. It's like a series. So there's, like, a 90s album, an 80s album. They have, like, a Taking Back Sunday album. What? Like, what the- all kinds of, like, like uh, oh. Fallout Boy, Modest Mouse, all these, like, awesome bands that I love. Kind of like the string tribute to kind of thing yeah. that they did. Yeah. Where it was, like, the classical music renditions yeah. of the songs. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so I've been on this huge kick. Like, half of my Apple music is just filled with bluegrass oh, yeah. covers of pop songs and, like, metal. Hmm. That's, I love like, that. really interesting. Oh, it's great. That. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I really can't stand a lot of bluegrass but i appreciate see i've always loved bluegrass but the problem i always had with it was like it's never popular so like unless you really really know the songs like you can't get in your car and do you know car karaoke yeah Yeah. but when it's pop songs it's like it's bluegrass and you can sing along to it so that's a good idea about that i'll have to look into that for sure yeah that sounds awesome Huh. It's got the bluegrass chops with a nice hook in there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so Aww. what all do you do? Oh, uh, 
You seem like you got a plethora in your toolbox. Yeah, uh, digital work mostly now. I've been working on video as well and audio. I've been trying to get into like CGI and animation, but I do clothing, sculpting, painting, anything, honestly. I'll do anything. I tattooed for a long time. I apprenticed at uh, Thinking Ink on East Side. What? So, That's so cool. Where are you at now? I quit. Yeah. Just gave it up a little bit. It's too hard on the body, honestly. Too yeah. much work. But like on your body? Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you do yeah. any? I imagine any it's back do a number tests. on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do them. Yeah. It just depends. But yeah. yeah. That nine ounce vibrating block in your body, though, man. Like, yeah. you just hold it for what, eight hours to uh, most I've ever done is like 16 hours straight, and oh my God. It, it'll kill you. I bet you there's a lot of uh, tattoo artists that have arthritis issues. Oh, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. When you imagine so. Back issues, too. Back because, issues, especially. Like, you think you're uncomfortable getting tattooed, but then, like, they got to be in the most uncomfortable position. Yeah. yeah. And they're trying to hold steady just the same amount as you are. And you only have to sit and do it for maybe six, seven, eight hours if it's a long session. They're doing it every day. Yeah. Day after day after day after yep, day. Yep. Not worth it. Yeah. It's not it's, worth it. I couldn't do it. I mean, no you can way. make your own schedule, but you're not making money if you do that. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I prefer to paint for sure. Plus, I've always felt like I've had this conversation. I've, you, obviously, you can't tell, but I have a lot of tattoos. And uh, I've had this conversation with many a tattoo artist that, like, you know, you can tell the difference between the guys who are good at tattooing and the guys who are artists yeah oh yeah and that's another I've reason always felt like for like artists that tattoo it has to be so frustrating because most of your clientele is going to be people that just want like basic ass stuff yeah. give me a rebel flag yeah i want an armband i want i want a something a, tribal uh, i want a butterfly on my ankle oh anchors and butterflies yeah man. basic white girl things yep. uh, so many of them i want some cheetah print on my shoulder oh my god Ooh. at Just one point in my shade. life i wanted that so bad on my neck i'm not gonna lie but i didn't get it Good for you, CC. <laughs> yeah. No shame to anyone who has it. Oh, just no, saying. Definitely. Just wasn't whatever for you. you want. You want. Yeah. yeah I mean. Yeah. It, you know, but for somebody who's like got an artistic drive. Yeah. That's just got to be brutal. You know. Soul sucking. Definitely. Like I, I got no to, gratification. Yeah, but I try to only do like my flash work anymore. Like if yeah. I do tattoo, I won't do anybody else's pre-drawing i won't take like basic ideas so pick from my book type of thing if you want me to work on you then i'll work on you but it has to be like my design see and that's that's always been one of my favorite things to do is like if i don't know what i want and i want something i'll go to the artist and i'll be like hey have you had something that's just been in your head that you've been wanting to do that nobody has wanted you to do that's how you get the best work too. and then yeah if they're like oh yeah sure or like you know if i've found that if you come to them with something totally off the wall like i'll never forget um you know josh floquet don't think so, no. So he's in Pike Street. Okay. Um, and I've got a lot of work from him. And I remember, I think it was the first tattoo that he ever did for me. And I was in on leave from the military. I was only in for like a weekend. And I went in and I'm like, hey, you know, I want to get, I want to start working on a sleeve. And he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm usually booked up. Like, when can you come in? I'm like, now, like I'm here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, like. You know, I, I'm booked oh, yeah. for like months. Um, he's like, I mean, what what were you thinking about getting? I'm like, well, I want to get Reptar, but I want him to be a zombie, and I want him to have chainsaws with like blood flying off of him. And he's oh, like, shit. dude, we close at eight. Well, like, will you just be here at eight? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And we stayed till like three in the morning. And he tattooed oh, me shit. all night. Yeah, that's rough. But, Shout out. But 
How yeah. much should that end up costing, if you don't mind me asking? Um, he's always giving me pretty good rates. Uh, I think I gave him a pretty heavy tip. Yeah. And I want to say it was like 500 bucks, 600 oh, bucks. wow. That's not bad, I was though. like not expecting that low yeah. price. Yeah, especially with the hours. Yeah. 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 Damn, son. Okay, well, speaking of body art, can you talk about your current little thing that you got going on? Oh, my nude project. Yeah. Uh, basically, that whole thing is to protest Instagram's guidelines for censorship. The whole, like, female nipple versus male nipple thing. Yeah. I don't understand it. And I saw on June 2nd that everybody's supposed to be posting, like, nude selfies. They really combat it. I don't know who posted it originally or who came up with, like, the project idea. But, yeah, get as many people as you can behind it. Post a nude selfie. If we all post topless selfies, I can't regulate all of them, basically, is the whole point. Just flood it. Yeah, basically. With nakedness. So I had, I don't even know how many people sent in submissions, probably close to 60 submissions and then i'm just been painting them and uploading them and it's i don't know been fun for sure but no guys no guys sent any no submissions guys. in it's so weird chris jed i'll send one isn't that weird <laughs> I'll sure send one, dude. yeah well, yeah dude that's so I'll weird send to one. Me. jed will send one we're all very comfortable here yeah. that's awesome I'll definitely there's footage of me grabbing this man's ass there is going into way uncomfortable detail about <laughs> it. so yeah no. man whatever i can do to help out awesome yeah. fuck yeah. censorship right Makes and no I think sense. that's admire or admirable that you're like kind of taking it on through an artistic, yeah, um, like endeavor. It's been difficult with some of the images, like because of the selfies and stuff. But I've even had the actual models send me stuff, and that's been really cool too. Yeah, but, like really like high quality photos. Oh yeah, definitely. It makes it so much easier too. The more high quality photo, of course, I can you know pay more realistically from it. But if so how how did that work? Because I have to like. I'm sure if I were to just go on Instagram and be like, "Hey, send me nude selfies so I can draw you." Oh, probably wouldn't go over well. <laughs> <laughs> Only two people actually got mad, yeah. which is surprising. And I've sent it to hundreds of people. So, I mean, I'll take what I can get. Okay. Was did they not know what it was being used for? Or? They did. I was pretty straightforward in my messages. You they think were, you'd have to be. Yeah, yeah, just to get the response that I wanted. But they're different mindset, I guess. You know, wow. Different yeah. strokes for they're different They're just folks, looking to be whatever. offended. Yeah, that's, they're looking that's to how be I took offended. it. I just kind of ignored I just feel like those types of people have different core values also. And like asking to like show your body is something that's not necessarily like, you know, that's just such a. Yeah. A lot of people are into it, but I don't see why not. I mean, yeah, it's weird to me that we even have like certain social guidelines like that. Yeah. I'm old school, old minded. No, I think that's like new wave, though. I mean, like at least coming into like our culture, our generation of younger people that are like yeah. way more accepting of True. nudity and like girls' nipples, anything. <laughs> that just makes me laugh because it's no different. And I, scientifically, you know what I mean? I'm a yeah. really scientific person. It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Do and you then, follow Alex Gray at all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. definitely. Cause I know he paints based on like the anatomy. Like that's mm-hmm. where he got his start. Yeah. And that's, he's one of the first artists that I came across actually. Yeah. Oh. So, was he at Electric Forest? Uh, no, I don't think he was at Forest whenever I was there. I came across him when I was a kid before yeah. I even realized what it was. You know what I mean? Before mm-hmm. I had any idea what he was doing. But he does the tool out artwork, doesn't yes. he? Mm-hmm. That's how I found out. Yeah, about him. that might yeah. be honestly how I found out. Yeah, <laughs> listening to Tool. Oh, they yeah. won a Grammy with that album and that Lateralis. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Like art went like super viral across mm-hmm. like all. You know, demographics and stuff. I think everybody sure. goes through a tool phase. Yeah, I think so. Oh, definitely. You guys, I, I so. didn't. 
Well, but it just I hasn't should. happened I yet. Should. Just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, you should. just haven't. You haven't been yet. seduced by the Maynard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had one. We'll I went to one festival. It was this really small festival called Larry Palooza, and Deaf Scene. Have you guys ever heard of Deaf Scene? They're from Baltimore. I'm sorry, Larry, Larry Palooza. <laughs> yeah, it was this dude's birthday. Anyway, my <laughs> friend's band, Manor and Friends, were playing there, okay. and I went there with them. And Deaf Scene, you guys should look it up. They're super, like, heavy band. You would love them, just saying. But they did a Tool cover, and I'm not going to lie, some of us were tripping, and it was fucking crazy. Just, like, listening to Tool covers all night. Like, they were playing until 3 a.m., and it was just, yeah, it was just honestly, like, a lot. It was great, though. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, uh. What's that? The Maynard got gotcha. you. He that? thought he didn't get you, but it sounds like he got you pretty oh, good in the forest. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I can't think of the movie. Um, no, my old mind is just. It's gone. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> uh, I guess. I have a question. Do you ever get any flack for the name for your for your artist name? Have you gotten any uh, any smack about that? Honestly, no. Which is surprisingly I'm more or less is just people wanting to know why. Sure. Yeah. And then once you kind of give them that, they're like, oh, okay, cool. For a long time, I didn't know. I just kind of said it, it is what it is. I just kind of came right. up with it. But no, I've never got any hate for it, which is surprising considering, like, you know, strong Christian values that some people have. That and, you know, just in going back to the wanting to be offended thing. Yeah, that too. Reason to yeah, complain. A lot of people want to complain, but no, I've never had any issues with it, which is surprising. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I love the name. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I love the name. It. I wanted something that would <clears throat> catch your attention. It does. Yeah. It does. No matter who you are, you're going to be kind of curious, in my opinion. Sure. What's that about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Not what it sounds like either at all. <laughs> <laughs> so when does this um, Instagram censorship protest happen? I think the actual big day is June 2nd. June 2nd? Yeah. Definitely okay. look into it. I got time to get my selfie in then. Yeah. Did you, Ed, would you want to do, <laughs> do a <crunches>. combo? <laughs> would you want to do a combo? Are we doing full new? <laughs> full new. That's up to you. <laughs> We might have to. We could just wear like to catch me on a good dick day. You know what we could do is we could just get some. Uh, we could get like some assless chaps. Ooh, there we go. And get like a like a fake tiger skin rug. Mm-hmm. And just I'm like lay on this fake tiger skin rug with like some red velvet pillows. CC, you cool shooting this? I'm totally down. <laughs> Let's go. All right. I'm down. All right. Maybe, you know, when we're getting all sauced up for mm-hmm. this celebration episode, this might be a little something we can work in. Yeah. We'll see what happens here. Right. I'd like to do some kind of, would you do a two for one scenario? Oh, definitely. That's Beautiful. even better. <laughs> I don't Beautiful. think I don't think I could get approval from the boss for full nude. She's pretty possessive that's, of the junk. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. We could show some ass, even yeah. though your ass is way more voluptuous and it's juicy than mine. For my, sure, a better quality a than my junk. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot to compete with. I'm oh gonna get uh, outclassed in the <clears throat> the butt cheeks department. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> well, in the meantime, you guys should check out his profile now because he, he's already been like. Yeah. Drawing picture, like digital pictures of females only, I guess. Oh, yeah, but sadly. It's time yeah. for the boys you to were, come you to the were party. You were segueing and like 
I definitely thought I was going to go to his profile and it was just going to be a bunch of dudes' asses because that's what we were just oh. talking about. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Guys aren't as willing. It's weird. That is weird. It's really we're, weird. We're going to jump in, man. We have to. I've done quite a few. All right, I've done, I think I've uploaded four or five. I don't remember yeah. what the number yours was today. Yours yeah. is the recent one. Um, I sent sure. one from the bathtub series. I nice. don't know if you guys like. I don't know if you I did. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, it actually wasn't one that I posted though, so I, I sent that to you. Really? I thought it was. No, my friend had posted on hers, okay. but I didn't. I don't know. I just. I've definitely seen the picture before you sent it to me, so I was confused. But yeah, shout out to Holly Green Photography. Just saying, she took that shot and then you drew it. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, super sweet. Fun time for yeah. sure. <laughs> so what are you working on right now? Mainly that project. Just that? Yeah. Some, I have probably like uh, 10 paintings in the works right now, but they take me years to finish usually, a couple yeah. months to a year. Do you like bounce from one yeah, to the next yeah. and just kind of work uh, on them here oh, and there? Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I can't finish one thing if I just sit down. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, I have to bounce around. Those little digital paintings, they don't take me as long, maybe like three or four hours, but a regular painting is going to take me months. So. What do you paint with? Golden acrylic mainly. Cool. Yeah, because it has like an oil type texture to it, but it dries so fast that you can <coughs> really work with it. Which I don't, I don't like the whole waiting for it to dry thing, waiting to do layers. Oil's not for me. Yeah, so I'm too impatient. Yeah. yeah. Plus, it works really good for live shows. I do a lot of live painting and like main stage and one, two, three stuff like that. Like you paint in front of people? Yeah. Like during, like we'll have EDM shows or like whatever type of folk music, whatever's going on, and I'll just oh, paint yeah. in the back. I did a uh, bass center uh, <gasps> eleven. Did you? Yeah, that was a fun cool. time. Yeah, I met, that, met a bunch of fun people up there. Yeah. That's awesome. It was a good, good for time. you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Hard as hell to paint in that uh, haven, though, <laughs> with the base vibrating your canvas and stuff. Almost impossible. Just like but all the bodies moving. That too. Sweat, so many sweaty heat. hugs. Yeah. <laughs> so many sweaty hugs. Yeah. Not the vibe I'm looking for. <laughs> a lot of fluids going around. Oh, yeah. It's kind of. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. It's whatever. Are you painting at anything like coming up? I tried Sonic, but I'm waiting to hear back. But did as they of pay now, you? Or? I think you had to pay, and then I uh, might have. I don't remember. My girlfriend takes care of a lot of like the booking things, and if you have to pay, I won't do it just because it's a waste of my time. I'm not gonna pay to paint. I want you know I want to get yeah. paid to paint. If you give me a ticket to a show, definitely I'll do it for free. But otherwise, it's kind of counterintuitive. You know, yeah, at least not. So do you sell the paintings whenever oh, yeah. you paint? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. I usually set up a booth and sell like prints or jewelry, whatever I have making in that time. I mean, we do a lot of like fine jewelry, crystals and gems and stuff. So. And that, do you just paint like whatever comes to your mind or like if people come up and they're like, hey, I want you to paint this hot dog. I usually just do one <laughs> big project during the shows. Okay. Um, whether or not I have it pre-planned out before I get there, it just depends. Hmm. Sometimes it's just based on the music. It depends. Never know. Awesome. <laughs> so, like, where do you... This is kind of maybe a little... I don't know. But, like, where do you go when you start to paint? Like, are you in it? Oh, yeah. And I don't really talk to people. Yeah. I have to like have someone just... run the table because I'm stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to do one or the other. If I'm painting, I can't really. I kind of block out everybody else. But the most fun one I did was a drum night. It was a drum circle at main stage. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I actually I got so too, lost. Shit. got so lost in my painting. It was great. That's drums. awesome, man. Was that when Pashmina Music played? I think or so. Chasing Rabbits? That was Pashmina, for sure. Okay. Then. I think yeah. they both did. 
did they? I don't, I don't remember. I don't it's know. been a while. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. Who knows? I probably wasn't even in my right mind the whole time. I feel, <laughs> I feel it. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Hell yeah. It's a fun time, for sure. I enjoy it. Always yeah. looking for do stuff like that anytime I can. Any shows. Yeah. Wait, I'm so curious about, like, can you just tell, tell us more about, like, your visionary, like, label and, like, how you have like defined like how do you define visionary art because oh that's that's a hard one it is it's so hard I guess to you define. just kind of like put yourself in that category yeah my, it's not really I don't know I don't want to consider my art like anything other than it's not how do you say that man that's gonna bother <laughs> so let's me. just pretend like I know absolutely nothing about art because I don't um <laughs> explain to me what visionary art is to me it's just otherworldly it's almost it's surreal but it's not it has not like too imaginative aspects. either. Yeah, mystical but scientific, but mm-hmm. not too imaginative that it's not like of this planet. You know what I mean? Right. So it, is it like art without guidelines? Basically. Yeah. Okay. You just do what you want to do. I try to make it more realistic, though. Uh, my big inspiration is Salvador Dali. If you ever mm. look at any of his stuff, it's really it, out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude was weird. Using it, common his, objects his pictures, in a strange mm-hmm. context. Pictures. His paintings always make me feel extremely uncomfortable. Exactly. And I feel like that was yeah. the goal, mm-hmm. and it succeeds oh. very well. I've, yeah. I know a lot about that, man. He was an uncomfortable person in general. The, the, one, the, the theme in a lot of his paintings that always get me are like the creatures with like the really, 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 really long, thin legs. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because those are in a lot of them, and those just creep me out, like, so bad. Oh, yeah. Definitely something he that's, saw on a trip at some see, point. That's the thing. I looked I into that. He I don't never think did he drugs. He did drugs. He was just that, he was he was just that out there. Yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but he would He just knew things that, I guess, weren't ready. For he the was world. like, uh, he was too far ahead. Right. I he wish went. I could. How can I not think of that guy's name? The guy that cut his ear off. Van Gogh. Uh, Van Gogh, Van Gogh yeah. yeah. Yeah, another one. But he went crazy. That's from Lead in the Paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so like consciously Salvador or Ali was like, I don't know. Elevated. He was there. Yeah. I forget what he did a medication like propaganda thing. He did this whole commercial and did, like did a photo shoot for it. And I can't, I think it was in the fifties or sixties when I can't remember the medicine, but they said that messed with him a lot. I can't, I'm, I'd have to look into it. Yeah. But other than that, no, he was just nuts. Hmm. Or not. Or not. Yeah. yeah. Or he was just a very sound man. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think, like, with the visionary arts, have you ever been to the American uh, Museum of Visionary Art in Baltimore? Nope. Oh my God. Please go. I need like, to for, for sure. I didn't health. even know that was a thing. It's fucking Definitely have to awesome. do that. But they, like, for really do a good job of, like, it's describing visionary art for you. <laughs> or not, like, describing it, but they give you a list of descriptions of how people have defined themselves because obviously they have a ton of visionary artists Mm -hmm. so like a lot of the common themes are like intuitive self-taught yeah that too like traversing between like mystical and realistic and and like using drugs going beyond social norms drugs is a big part of it yeah it's not yeah it's against social norm but definitely that's the major thing that pushed me forward into that yeah and like reaching those new levels of like color and sight you understand so much more once you enter that realm you know what i mean see i've always found that interesting because there's you know there's the people who say that you know until you experience psychedelics that there's like a whole other you know, existence that you just can't even 
begin to understand. Oh, yeah. But then you also have the people like Dolly and like Maynard who haven't ever touched that stuff. Oh, dude, Maynard's definitely tripped his balls off at some point. <laughs> all the all the stuff that I've read about him, he's straight. At least in the early years. I think I later on he probably just drank his red wine and chilled out. But I don't think he drinks. He owns a I don't think he drinks or, or like does any of that. Hmm. I could be totally full read. of shit, and it's very possible. I but. think you should read. I am telling you this because I'm actually rereading this book. It's called The Doors of Perception by Aldous Huxley, and he talks a lot about the scientific like facts behind like psychedelics and just the realm that you reach when you take psychedelic drugs. Um, but he says that, you know, our anatomies are also different. Like maybe one, this one person, we're not all on the like mm-hmm. one level of like, oh, like this is what we're experiencing. Oh, yeah. No, it's like this person might have some sort of mental thing where they're experiencing it more. And he talks a lot about schizophrenia. So yeah, like, those exactly. people... Yeah, like those types of people are like always experiencing something amplified or just insane, you know. So they just like view life so much more like, I don't know, colorfully. So maybe people like Dolly were also. Everybody's perspective is different, you know what I mean? We're all individuals. It just depends. And how hard is it to stay away from something that's like going to affect your psychosis your psychoactive substances are in everything you know what i mean yeah caffeine is one mm-hmm. i mean and there's pop in front of me right now it's just yeah. you don't i slammed a coffee right exactly you, you don't <laughs> little yeah. things even you never know everything yeah. you especially in today's world everything that you come in contact with has something in it it's going to yeah. change your mindset a little bit whether or not you notice it or not yeah i mean even like you know just exercise oh definitely you know, exercise Releasing dopamine and exactly, and it was endorphins boosting your mood. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sex, everything, man. Yeah. Everything affects yeah. everything, for sure. We're all just a dirty chemical swimming pool. Definitely, mm, ain't that the truth? <laughs> and then you find the beauty in it. Yay! <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a fun time though. Sometimes it can, it can go sour. It just depends. Yeah. You never know. Everybody's different. Definitely. I've heard some horror stories. <laughs> of like... Just anything. You know what I mean? People go crazy over the smallest things, especially... Like using the, substances? Well, anything. Yeah. Anxiety yeah. and depression, stuff like that. Everybody has something going on in their head. You never know. Definitely use that for art and stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody uses whatever's going on at that moment and anything that they do with, even if it's like their daily work. You know, like they express it through their art. Well, not even that. I just mean like even if you had a retail job, just what you're feeling is gonna affect your work. You know what I mean? No matter what that you're doing, no matter what you're feeling, it's they they go hand in hand. How you go through the day. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just got deep. (laughs) I'm a big fan of uh, psychedelics. I really don't dabble too much anymore, but I feel like the era in which I really explored those kinds of things, really changed my perspective for the betterment. There were some intense uh, experiences, but I think that was just me being inexperienced with Mm. these chemicals and maybe not dosing as responsibly as I should Being responsible is a big part of it. Myself, I quit entirely. I don't mm -hmm. touch anything. I don't even smoke weed anymore. Don't touch anything. But 
if you yeah if you're not smart about what you're doing you just get arrogant with mm-hmm. them oh yeah, yeah. Well, they'll wreck your you're gonna life, get humbled <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna get humbled by it they'll real wreck quick. you but yeah, the microdosing thing is now huge. Yeah, that's cr- I've, I did that for a long time with psilocybin and microdosing. Yeah, it's, you literally take like <clears throat> what a tenth maybe of what yeah. a normal dose would be. Yeah, point and one, point two grams. Well, yeah, so what is why do you why do you do this? It's a, it doesn't mess you up, but it'll get your brain kind of percolating to things that maybe it wouldn't have explored without this chemical kind of, it's more of like a try to open your perception kind of deal. Like a lot of uh, business executives and mm. really powerful people are now utilizing microdosing because it's giving them these just crazy ideas and how to reevaluate how they've been doing their business and help them innovate. It lets you step back from your own perspective little, a little bit too, you know? Yeah, kind of see it in different light. So it's it's really huge right now, man. Definitely lifts your mood too. Yeah, I was gonna say, and more simply, it just honestly like that first part of experiencing something psychedelic makes you happy, makes you laugh, boosts mm-hmm. your mood. Like I know people who take it for depression. Exactly, you can that's another thing. And yeah, completely get rid of like Prozac or anything. That's a major thing going around right now. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, the mental health community. Yeah, it's it's quite the revolution right now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Maps is doing some crazy work with like MDMA and PTSD. Really? Yeah, which is weird. You wouldn't think that those two would go hand in hand, but I guess like the way the MDMA lets you connect to other people and talk, it's mm. really good to use in therapy, which is something that they used to do back in the 50s and they killed it off, but they just, you know, brought it back. Yeah. Mm. Killed off a lot of things back in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish microdosing worked for alcohol. <laughs> just I'm a little, little sauce. And I'm then... a drinker. I like my booze. Jed oh, likes same. the sauce. Yeah, he I does. Do. Yep. I don't don't drink you. for one month. It's my thing. And then have one drink because then it'll affect you more. You know? That too. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I've, I've toned back quite a bit from my, my military days. Um, but I, I did that for a while. Uh, I, I kind of had reached a point where I was like, man, am I like, am I drinking too much? Like, is this getting out of hand? You know? Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, you drink a lot of the military. <laughs> it's kind of a problem. Um, and I quit for like, Five months, six months, just cold turkey one day. I was like, nope. And I just didn't have a sip of alcohol for like, I want to say five or six months just to see if I could, just to make sure that I still could do it. And then I just went right back to it because I was like, all right, cool. I'm still in control. We're yeah. good. And I went and back that's to all it. that matters. But yeah. I just like, I like beer. Like and whiskey. cocktails. <laughs> like to give me you. a dark beer that looks like a fresh pot of coffee and, mm-hmm. you know, a whiskey that burns. Yeah. Hey, man. Ouch. Whatever you need to do to treat yourself, as long as you're not hurting anybody, that's cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. Me and just drink Jack. responsibly. Call yeah. a friend. Yeah, I feel get an Uber. The... Yeah, just don't drink and drive. See, yeah, that's that... something. That's that's a problem that I have, and I always have such a hard time. I feel like we're getting <clears> way <throat> off topic. I always have like a hard time talking to people about it because it's like, how do you do it without being confrontational to people? But like me personally, if I have, you know, I might let myself have one beer you know one mm-hmm. and that's like if i'm eating and then i'll drive but only if i like if it's like not a long distance you right. know and even then if i know ahead of time i'm driving i won't drink right period i'm End good at that too because i feel like not to say i won't have a couple of drinks and then go out but i'm also a bartender so that a couple of drinks just see the reason i don't anything. is because 
I feel like you, at that point, you know, you're putting yourself into a slippery slope because you you have to have a cutoff. Yes. Mine's three. You, know, you you give you if, mine's three, and that's like you know, I don't ever want to give myself a, a an out to where it's like, you know, maybe I'm on the edge. I've had too much. Maybe I haven't, and then I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll just drive, and that's how it happens for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. For sure, you know, like yeah, you have your your drunks who are just shit faced and they're driving home, but a lot of people. They're, you know, they had a couple drinks with dinner. Maybe they had one too many. They're driving home. They get into an accident. They get pulled over. Something happens, you know. And so for me, it's always like if I just never do it, mm-hmm. I'm never going to put myself in that situation. Cut out the margin you know, for error. You drink and you get dumb. You get uh, inflated confidence. Yeah, you turn into an idiot. Turns into arrogance. And that's when you yeah. fuck up. Like my Amazon order history is proof of how stupid you can get when you're drinking. I've done that. (laughs) The 3 a.m. wish list. Something comes in. Evaluation. Like, what is this? Who ordered this? You know who did. Why do I have a full-size frog suit? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that sounds like a good buy. I'll take it if you still have it. No, I didn't order that. Was, oh, <laughs> that's for that's for the bedroom anyway, Cece. Uh, that's for. I do have a lot of uh, full size adult onesies. Oh, cool! That are like yeah. superhero themed, because awesome. anytime you ever go out to a bar or something like that, like if you just randomly show up in an adult onesie pajama set as Batman, people are nice to you. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to start shit with the person in a onesie. True. You definitely That's look awesome. at that person. You're like, well, they very don't give disarming. A fuck. Yeah. yeah, they very don't give disarming a fuck. So for people. it's like at a rap battle when you come out and diss your sh- yourself. Then it's like, well, where do we go from where here? Where do we go yeah. from here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do we move forward with this? Tough. Okay, well, going back to your arc. Yeah, coming back. <laughs> yeah, off of that weird arc. No, you're fine. I don't know how that happened? That just reminded me, like, um, of one of your pieces. I definitely like sifted through your whole Instagram. Don't judge me. But there's one like the smiley face that has the like acid on the tongue. Like the the major one. Yeah, I think that's the major one. Yeah, that's like my main logo that I use. Oh, okay. Well, I know that you had a shirt design too. Mm -hmm. But so you said you weren't doing like substances or anything, but did... When you like created that logo design, were I mean I'm not asking you if you like did drugs, but I'm saying like were they influencing She's your art? She's actually a cop. This is an. <laughs> uh, I'm just curious. There's a SWAT team right outside the door. Definitely, we're just definitely. waiting to get confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, just curious where that came from. Why you all of did it was, that? Yeah, mainly just shrooms and acid. Yeah, and a little bit of salvia. Which is salvia, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, that's my favorite substance, man. Woo! It wasn't for me, man. It's intense. It's. it's I wasn't ready for it. My that, friend set me up. Oh, that's that's I, terrible. I, I wasn't fully prepared to yeah, the trip. I was getting off, ready man. to take. Yeah, that's not. That's nothing like any other psychedelic. No, it's not because it's, you go from zero to fucked. Yeah. What? You never heard of salvia? I have heard of it, but I have not. I feel like I tried it so far back, but. Like, like, it didn't do that to me. Uh, if you do it the right way and enough of it and you're prepared, it's like DMT and shrooms had a baby. <laughs> it's, oh, my gosh. You wow. instantly blast off and you're in another dimension for, like, 10, 15 minutes. You come mm-hmm. back and you either remember it or you don't. 10 or 15 minutes? That's, That's it. it. That's, That's it. it. And you, you literally, you'll fall asleep. That's weird. 
Yeah, someone has to like take your glass piece from you I and you lay down. It's not expensive because that's oh, oh <laughs> it's it's so cheap it would make you sick. <laughs> like yeah, it's super cheap and it, it's legal, which is the crazy part. Yeah, they don't they have like soft bands on it in some states and weird. That's it's like crazy. it's like uh, marijuana paraphernalia, like you can buy it some places but not yeah. others. But it most people don't care available. for it. That's the thing. Like ninety nine percent of people hate that. A lot of people freak out. Like yeah. I knew a kid who jumped out of a window at yeah. a house party from doing a bong rip of salvia. Yeah, man. I knew a lot of people that did it. Um, he he was not prepared for what was going to happen, and it yeah. all happened so fast. Like yeah, you can't control it. That you got to let go. If you don't, then it it'll take. He it. just freaked out, and in three steps, he was gone. Oh, yeah. I did a lot. Of, I did like a year Jumped of reading. through the glass, bro. Yeah. Second yeah. story window. <laughs> Just head out. Yeah. See, we always had all the dudes that would, because uh, like you were saying, you know, it being like legal. So um, loop back to the military again. I don't know why I'm telling so many military stories today. Um, but, uh, you know, the dudes that are on active duty, they're always trying to find like legal and yeah. I, I quote because even if it is legal like technically you're not allowed to do it yeah because you're in the military you can't do it um but they would try to find ways that they could like justify well technically it's legal so when i was in i remember salvia was kind of like not a big thing um but and i was on a marine base a lot of the marines were doing um spice Oh, dude, we used to get uh, so many people getting kicked out for it's spice. It's like synthetic weed. It's yeah, like fake weed, yeah. That's yeah. Not, it's bad shit. Yeah, it's and it was everywhere. It's not, it's not good for you. Dudes bad. would be tweaking the fuck out. I mean, they looked like oh, yeah. meth heads. Well, that, like, it gave me seizures one night because someone yeah. handed me a joint of it, and I just thought yeah. it was weed, so I you know, smoked it down. You're not supposed to smoke that much of it. So, yeah, yeah I had seizures. That yeah. shit, will, it'll kill you. Then everybody started yeah. doing bath salts. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, fuck the military. We had so many people getting kicked out for what bath salt. Fuck. Just like, Molly. God, why are you what? doing this? How? How? What? I don't know. Where it's do really, you even get bath salts? It's fake Molly. From like head shops and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can get it really easy. Gas stations. Yeah, man. It's crazy. <laughs> the grimy. amount of stuff that you could get at a 7 Eleven would blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking wild, dude. It's not That's healthy. Just right like... next to the five hour energies, kids. Oh, yeah. Well, I still remember <laughs> in high school, uh, are we are we the same age? You're older uh, than me. Right? I'm 32. Okay, you're a little older than me. But in high school, remember they used to have the diet pills. Oh yeah, the stackers, diet pills, the erection had, pills, like all that. Every single one of these pills behind the counter, and you could buy like a little two pack of like blister pills that were like that a, a dollar, like a blister pack where you like pop the pill out the back of it. Like birth yeah, control like, comes what in is it? blister like, packs. What are you buying? Like, it, it, was meth. Meth. Yeah. Like, it was basically yeah. meth. Like it was a fed speed. Yeah. 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 It was basically speed. Yep. And I just think that's crazy. I remember like kids in high school that would just eat those things all day and oh, would just be cracked out of their mind. Gas station used to sell spice too. Yeah. You could go down there and get skunk, they would call it. And mm-hmm. it's just like it's potpourri technically, but yeah. Just be <gasps> oh, smoking. It, they're ridiculous, man. I hate oh, that shit. Man. And then, you know, those things are legal, yet like the psychedelic stuff we're talking about that actually like elevates your consciousness and helps you be more empathetic in life is just not. Anyway. That's why I befriended my local drug dealer. (laughs) (laughs) I said no to synthetic drugs. I'm going all in. No, yeah. We are doing drugs or we are not. 
I decided to do drugs. Yeah, the fake shit will kill you. That's it. It's like, well, why would I want to get some crazy substitute? This shit just grew out of the ground. Exactly. I'm just going to smoke that. Definitely. Do you feel like when you go to a lot of festivals and, like, paint and stuff, like, do people, like, try to offer you a ton of drugs if they see you Oh, well, like, it's, it's crazy, yeah. Yeah. It seems like ketamine's, like, the major thing right now, and I it cannot get behind thing. it. I can't get behind it. Oh. No, fuck no. Well, I don't know. Uh. I don't. It's grimy. The way that Dirty people explain drug. it to me, like, the feeling, I just, I can't, I don't know. I don't want to be a wet noodle. That's, no. what that's, <laughs> that's all oh they gosh. say every time, if you feel like a noodle. I, I remember I had I had to go to the ER, and I, they gave me ketamine for something. I don't remember. It's it. Anesthesia. Right? I want to say it was, um, I had the, um, I had gotten hurt, and they gave me um, tramadol. Yeah. And yeah. some people have really bad reactions to tramadol, and it gives you, like, brain splitting headaches Mm -hmm. so i got one of these tram they're called tramadol headaches and i got one and it was it was so bad that i I couldn't stop throwing up i couldn't walk like my my wife had to come get me from i was out in town and she had to come and get me from where i was at like i couldn't even call like the people that i was with had to call her and be like you got to come get him and they took me to the hospital, and they gave me this shot of Benadryl, ketamine, and uh, something else. And what it just a fucking like, cocktail! It just—he <laughs> called it some kind of cocktail. I can't. The doctor <coughs> called it a something cocktail. The painkiller. And it literally like—I remember watching him like push the plunger yeah. on my IV, and like I watched his finger go down, and then that's the last thing I remember. I woke up the next day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds Lights about right. So, yeah. That yeah. was just like that was done. My I couldn't imagine people doing that recreationally. Why would you want to do that? It was awful. I felt like shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I just never tried it. I love the concepts of festivals, but I really think it's unfortunate how festivals have been basically a glorified excuse. To get fucked up. To get fucked up. Yeah. It's been like that since the dead were going around, though, man. Yeah, that's true. But until you go and see it for yourself and you interact with the wooks and all the shady shit that's going down at these festivals. Oh, the wooks. That's something you don't want to (laughs) be. Like wookie? They look, oh, I get yeah. the they, yeah. they look like Chewy a little bit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> basically, it's a, a breed of festival goer that jumps from festival to festival that doesn't have any kind of real life, and they're a glorified homeless person. Basically. Oh, okay. Just picture patchwork clothes and matted dreads. That's like and your no stereotypical ambition. woke. You know what I mean? No ambition. Yeah, they just want to get fucked up and fuck people yeah. and hop around. Mm-hmm. Although I will say nothing, uh, nothing about Wookies, but about festival culture. I was like just listening to something like today um, about how like I don't know, like the point of some music and arts festivals is to like to bring music and arts to people in a really loving environment, and I hate that it's like you know. Like these people abuse that. Oh yeah, and definitely. like warp it to something with their nitrous. That and they warp the idea Another thing of I don't what get, like I don't music get. and art should be like revolved around. Because I, I don't know, like music and art can really help people. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if you're just like disassociating and not respecting like the artist or the musician or whoever the fuck is performing, like. What are you doing there? You can do these things at home. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, that, I don't know. I hate the excuse that it makes the music better. 
because it, it doesn't. Yeah. It just, My yeah. thing is if you can't go to a show and have fun sober, you exactly. probably shouldn't go to that show. Exactly. I mean, I don't... Or at least be real about why you're there. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to I mean, trip and walk around a festival. And sure. Stuff, I, I mean, I'm like, not going to be like, I was completely sober when no, I went no. to Bonnaroo. No, man. We, no. <laughs> I think no. it's in moderation. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. if you want to have fun... Like, you just can't you lose sh- yourself. Exactly. You should find that sweet, like sweet spot of the balance between like I'm too fucked up and actually you know what I might enhance this just a little mm-hmm. and it's gonna be fun sure. I have no judgments against people like that I mean you can connect with people from different cultures and stuff so much easier too if you're on yeah. that level with them I mean my first year at Forest, I hung around this dude from Russia I mean, we, oh, cool. I mean he didn't speak English but we were still able to communicate but I fully think that's just because we were both tripping you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah and you were to, just like on a human level yeah. of like able to go and together. get food together and take pictures of each other, stuff like that. But that language barrier, was, yeah, you know, different. It's definitely a fun time. It's worth the experience if you get the chance to go do something like that. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot of great community elements, and I'm not shitting on festivals. I'm just saying there's a dark and underbelly oh, to oh, it definitely. that people just don't seem like they want to talk about, and uh, some people even like glorify it, like the Wookie thing. I, you know what I yeah. mean? Like people just embrace it like it's cool. It's like it's not hard to reach that point either. It no, really is. You just do it a couple times back to back within like a week or something. Mm-hmm. If you do two yeah. festivals back to back, it's you get sucked in. It's yeah. not hard. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of sober festivals? No. That's a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I've totally. never been to a festival because of the drug stuff. Mm. That's why I've never gone. There's always like safe havens nowadays. There's always yeah. like a sober camp or yeah. you know what I mean? There's always some place that you can be where you don't have to be susceptible to that. Yeah, I think one of my friends planned a sober, I can't remember the name of it, but it was in West Virginia, and it was a totally sober festival, and everyone there like was really encouraging people like not to use substances in any way, shape, or form, hmm. um, which really I thought cool. was really cool. Yeah. I also think Beauty in the Backyard, like I remember that one, but that's in Delaware or Maryland, but it's a totally sober festival, and... It's, like, literally, like, putting arts and music at the forefront of the purpose of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really cool. Yeah, definitely. I wish there were more of those, and I wish that was, like, the standard cool thing. Like, don't do drugs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm no, not I judging anyone. But, yeah. In moderation. Not for sure. I catch you stealing shit from my campsite. I'm going to fuck you up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. You got to be worried about that stuff, PSA man. to all you yeah. grimy-ass motherfucking festival goers out there. I'm going to fuck you up. I catch they you will. up. Catch you my shit. You got to lock catch that you shit up. Or we should help them. Maybe they have real problems, guys. I mean, clearly. It wouldn't yeah. Just <laughs> breaking car windows. Uh, so you talked about Dolly being a big inspiration. What are some other inspirations? Um like maybe in your early work that kind of catapulted this whole thing. There's this dude who basically set me off. His name was Alex Pardee. I don't know if he's like still big, but he did a lot of album covers for like the used back in the day. Ooh, I don't know if cool. you remember that trippy one with like the heart hanging from the tree. He always did those ones. They're always black and gray and they always had like that nice little red center. Point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did yeah. all that stuff, but he would just do crazy watercolor on a piece of paper and then take ink to it and just whatever images he saw in it. Yeah. He, like, that's what he was outlined. I love that mixed media. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what got me into that. And that's all I do now is mixed media. If I do a painting, it's definitely like marker and pen and stuff on top of it. That's for that very fine cool. detail. Yeah. Definitely pushed me in that direction. Nice. Monsters and 
I used to be into like horror movies and stuff oh, like that yeah. too. Oh yeah, love horror, love fan horror. Art. Yes, oh, we're God. all horror, love horror fans. Movies. Love horror Definitely. films. Love them. Have you seen Black Summer on Netflix yet? No. Is it new? No. It's check new. It out. It's a new it. zombie series on Ooh. Netflix. Eight part series. I'm about to check that out. Multi perspective kind of deal. Okay. Very, very good. Very reminiscent of 28 Days Later oh, in terms of deal. the moral ooh. dilemmas and how it's just very intense, very fast-paced. Awesome. I love 28 Days Later. Then you'll love this. It's, then yeah, you'll love it. it's really intense. I hmm. honestly was going to have a fucking heart attack. You you may get a little anxiety. Mm, like, there are a couple episodes where it's just yeah. like, <laughs> man, this poor fucking bastard cannot catch a break. Have any of you guys seen... Um, us? I've not seen us yet. Oh, I, I opted to see I haven't bad, either. Man. I haven't either. Wait. Uh, it's the Jordan Peele the, movie. the new Jordan Peele movie. Oh, no, no. I haven't seen that one. Okay. Oh, man. That I was has, hoping somebody my brother, seen it. My brother saw it. Did he like it? He did like it. He just said that you shouldn't go watch it and expect the other movie. Like, it's a very different kind of movie. So just kind of go into it I knowing that it's... I it's blown away by Get Out. I've never even seen that one. I like Get Out. I, I thought it was very original and fresh. So I have you ever seen The Invitation? Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. I, so I know it's on Netflix. I, I feel like they're kind of similar movies. Mm-hmm. That's the one where the the two the couple the, they the go dinner. to his ex wife's house. Yeah, they okay. go to the dinner party, and it's like a cult thingy going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I feel hmm. like. Are, am I wrong? Do it. Do you agree that you've seen Get Out? Wait, what what am I agreeing with? What? Have you seen Get Out? You've yeah. seen Get Out and The Invitation. So yes. I feel like they're kind of similar. Uh, I feel like cinematically a little bit. They kind of have the same build up. I thought The Invitation was better personally. And I saw The Invitation first, so when I saw Get Out, I was like, "Yeah." I think yeah. Get Out had a out. lot more comic relief. Like mm-hmm. it did. It did for sure, yeah. Yeah. Where the invitation was a lot more sinister. Yeah, and the end of the invitation was like, oh. yeah, it's like, fuck, oh. dude. Awesome. It was good, but I was like, man, that's like Black damn. Mirror depressing. Do- yeah. It was yeah. just like, fuck. Yeah, like dark. I feel like dark, Get Out had dark. a lot more political, social, cultural undertone. Get Out was like, a lot more complex. Yeah. 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 There, were more, there were more layers to Get Out. Yeah. I, I, you know, I feel like Get Out was a cultural piece kind of pretending to be a horror movie. It was. There was a lot of social yeah. commentary in that movie. Yeah. Hmm. Which I think adds to the genius. I think that uh, uh, yeah. when you look at horror in particular, I'm a big George Romero fan. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. the Dead trilogy are all very heavily socially written you know what i mean mm-hmm. the first movie was about race the racial injustices and you know the first movie that had a african-american hero as the lead character in the movie that was really unforeseen at yeah. that point especially in horror they were like oh you don't do that mm-hmm. and then you know dawn of the dead was about consumerism and day of the dead was about the cold war so i think really the best horror has got that it's got that depiction of society in it which makes it scarier because it's relatable. Yeah. It's one thing if you just want to um, put some fantasy out there, as fucked up as it may be, but you put something that is plausible, 
something that hits well, you attach home. you attach a realism to it you right know, you give it like one of my favorite horror movies again we're on like a way off topic we'll circle back but one of my favorite horror movies is the thing oh yeah oh, that's a good and yeah. what, john carpenter is the fucking man like what always hits me with the thing is it's so easy to put yourself in that situation oh my the it's paranoia so easy to imagine yourself in this tiny boxed in world you can't get out what would you do in this situation? Mm-hmm. You know, how would you react? Right. Would you be the cool, calm-headed person who's trying to figure everything out? Or are you the guy that's freaking out the whole time trying to figure out what's going on and you're just losing your shit, you know? Like, it's relatable. You can put yourself into that situation and, and you know, get out. I, that was one of the good things about that movie was that there was, you know, it brings a lot of things that are culturally and socially relevant and kind of puts it in your face and it's like, think about this. Right. Mm-hmm. This seems absurd, but this is really how it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's look. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't seen us, too... but I've, it was positive reviews though. Positive reviews. Yeah. So go check it out. I don't think that's too off topic either. Cause movies are art. They are. Yeah. Yeah. They're an expression of something. Most of the yeah, time. Definitely. H.R. Geiger was one of the people that got Oh my God. That yeah. dude is a madman. I well, have the uh, birth machine poster he in my room. He is the guy who did all of the artwork for the Alien movie. And well, Alien movies and species. Uh, so, you know. Like with the long. Xenomorph. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the yeah. long yeah. alien. Yeah. Hell yeah. The face huggers. So he was one of your like bigger inspirations yeah. for. I did my thesis art. when I was first in college on him, actually. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And you do have that one alien piece that, that like alien mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of alien stuff now because of those movies. Yeah. I used to love those movies. And I was oh, my God. Aliens would be the greatest about, sequel uh, of all time. How did it's you feel there. about Prometheus? Prometheus? <sighs> it didn't capture me the way I wanted it to. But I like loved it. Artistically, like, cinematically, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Storyline just said it. It didn't capture me the way I wanted it to. I think it was just because it, was, it reminded me too much of the original stuff. Mm. Just kind of played off. See, I loved I it. I something new. What was the one that followed that? The alien. Uh, it's the one where she she gets off the planet. The Covenant movie. Covenant, yeah. yeah. Alien Covenant, yeah. That one. Mm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they just could never capture that. That, that one vibe didn't do it from for the me. first two movies. Prometheus, like, they really though. Tried. I love Prometheus. I thought Prometheus was awesome. Once again, I think a great film. If you like artistic films, but I think that it's really kind of a separate thing. It's almost like a different universe. Yeah. I think. But that's like, that's always been my thing is one of my favorite. Couldn't bridge the gap. (laughs) One of my favorite, um, I don't even, not genre. I don't know. My my favorite uh, interests, artistic interests, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the right way to put this. I'm not artistic. It's okay. Um, but Lovecraft, anything Lovecraftian, mm. I love because that's the type of horror that I love. The Cthulhu. The like, the dark, unknown, you know, like the thing that should not be and, you know, the mountains of madness and just like the way that he describes things where, you know, you see something and it's just so unnatural that it just rips your mind away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like that kind of dark unnatural horror like that's that's the shit that i love and i felt like with prometheus you got that you know with Mm -hmm. the engineers and it's like you're going back to the beginning and then it's like oh my god what is this like you know it's not what they thought it was going to be at all 
shock therapy. And it's, yeah, like it's just this weird, dark, like forbidden fruit mm-hmm. that they're tapping into. And that's, that's my thing. I love that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorites were always like mind play movies. Like my all time favorite horror movies, The Shining. Mine too, dude. So it's so mine real. fucking mm. too. I hate to be that guy. Fuck you. I'm Jen. gonna be that guy. Shut though. up. Your have you ever? Matters. Have you ever it read doesn't. the book? <laughs> oh no. So I just recently read the book. It's very different. Oh my god, the book is so much better than the movie. Oh, I could imagine definitely. Oh, like is. so much better than the movie, and it's like. Well, the book's actually like a linear thing. Yeah. Whereas the, changes, the movie. The changes There's a lot that they of implications. Made, the changes that they made to the movie made sense because it would have been very difficult to incorporate it. But, um, I, and I won't say too much because I don't want to spoil it in case you ever do read it, but there's a lot of things going on with the characters that give them more depth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In the book. Mrs. Torrance especially. especially. Mrs. Torrance mm-hmm. and Danny. Right. There's so much about Danny that does not get into the movie at all. Agreed. I mean, at all. That's and even most, Jack. I mean, yeah. you get more of a dynamic with Jack of, like, I don't want to give anything away, but, like, there's there's kind of a subplot with Jack throughout the book where, and it, it doesn't translate into the movie at all, but Jack is almost, like, fighting suicide yeah. throughout the entire book. Because he's just so disappointed with his life and he feels like he's not a good father. And him being so distraught and depressed and and close to suicide is what allows him to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and puts him into the situation that he's in. And you get that dynamic of that internal struggle. And again, it makes it more relatable, you know? Like, everybody's been down. Everybody's been sad. So it's easy to relate with somebody in that situation. Mm -hmm. So the book... Mm, superb definitely have to very do. good hell yeah man I'm, I, I love and appreciate both like I'm a big Kubrick fan anyway mm-hmm. um, clockwork orange I, I kind of like what he did from The Shining on I don't really like those early films no? as much I know that that's blasphemy to a lot of people but um, I mean it's just your opinion yeah it's just, just kind of what I like but what I really loved about the Shining film was the unreliable narration of it, mm-hmm. where you didn't know what was happening to the char- characters was actually a Real true occurrence or something wasn't. in their mind. Exactly. That's and what it, I liked about it. And it blends these things together where almost like the whole reliability of the story in general is brought into question. And that mind fuck is what I enjoy. So, definitely. Two movies. Have you seen Memento? I don't think so, no. That's a good or one. The Machinist. The Machinist. That's also good. Definitely seen The Machinist. Machine, or Christian yeah. Bale Christian at Bale. like 90 pounds. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen Memento, you should watch it. It's um, Guy Pierce, And basically the concept of the movie is that um, he has no long-term memory. So he can't remember anything past about 15 minutes. Okay. Um, and he's got tattoos all over his body of these like things where he's reminding himself. And the movie, uh, it actually, there's two timelines. One is from the beginning, and it's working its way forward. The other one is from the end, and it's working its way backwards. And it flips back and forth between the two. And when it's in the beginning moving forward, it's black and white. And when it's in the forward moving backwards, it's in color. Hmm. And 
he's on this quest because someone killed his wife and they broke into his house and they killed his wife and they pistol whipped him. And that's why he has no memory. And his whole life purpose now is to try to find the guy that killed his wife. And you get these snippets of memory and like the whole movie, you know, because it's working backwards and forwards at the same time. And he has, you know, no memory past 15 minutes as the viewer you are privy to all sorts of things that he has no idea about. And it all kind of comes together collectively in the middle. Yeah. And it's like the whole movie doesn't really make sense, but it makes more and more and more sense until it reaches the point where all of a sudden everything makes sense. Yeah. And it's a big mind fuck. Huh. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. It's just trippy in itself. Yeah. I think about the way. Yeah. Huh. Very good. Very good acting though. Um, it's him. And then, actually, a lot of Matrix characters in that movie. Um, <coughs> the woman that played Trinity. Yep. And then the guy that played... Uh, have you seen The Matrix? I do. I love The Matrix. Okay. So, <laughs> do you know the guy who uh, betrayed them? Yeah. And oh, he's yeah. like, I just want my steak. He's like, I know this isn't real, but it tastes real. Mm -hmm. and it, you know, yeah. smells... That guy. He's in it, too. Um couple other like bigger names but yeah definitely if you like mindfuck movies definitely definitely check that out that's probably my favorite mindfuck movie yeah yeah mm -hmm. i watched matrix 2 early as a kid <laughs> that's what happened to me yeah you didn't quite understand it like i, I think i understood it too well uh, as a kid and yeah. at that point when i was just confused wasn't comfortable here some, <laughs> yeah. with your art though it does some yeah. art is as potent as a drug in terms of like the it probably more so because the long-term effects oh, yeah. of the art definitely permeate and will influence you in a way that you just take something and you experience what you experience and then it's done yeah like for sure. uh i mean a book like the shining that i loved as a kid you know, really got me into one of the first <laughs> horror loves of my life. It, uh, I mean, it will always resonate to some degree. So that's, I think that's very interesting. I know a lot of people don't get behind it because it's like too mainstream, but Interstellar, I will watch oh, that dude, shit Interstellar's back to great. back. Oh, mm -hmm. It's great. Just that whole, that, the end of that movie, man. Oh, it's fantastic. It's great. It's yeah, McConaughey killed it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. I didn't think so just because it's Matthew. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you know what? He gets a lot of shit, but I he's mean, talented, in, man. In, oh, yeah, he's definitely. crazy talented. In the last, uh, well, I don't know exactly whenever the first season came out. I know it's somewhat recent, but um, he did Interstellar. And then if you haven't seen True Detective. Oh, my God. <sighs> Dude. Him and Woody him Harrelson. Him and Woody Harrelson. Unreal. Bro. Like just ridiculous how good he was with Woody Harrelson as a dark like brooding serious depressing role just totally different too, so not to like Matthew McConaughey at all yeah oh man it's it's, it's a great series gritty mm -hmm. and dark great series. And if you like HBO shit then you'll like it yeah, yeah. Check it's it raw. It's, it's real. Very visceral. And it is dark, like McConaughey. Very you think dark. like dazed and confused. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, Wolf even of Wall Woody Street. Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Well, the whole vibe of that I mean, of that um, that season was just very sinister. Yeah. And very bleak. I think bleak would be the yeah. best word to describe. Very it. bleak. Very dark. All caps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um, you're screaming it. Bleak. Real quick. <laughs> 
I just want to <laughs> say that if you get a chance, you should go see the new Pet Cemetery. I wanted to check that out too. It looks awesome. That's a it's top three good. Stephen so King torn. for me. Definitely. And it delivered. Did it really fine. delivered? Really. Fans yeah. of the book, fans of the original film, it gives you a little mix of both. I'll tell you what I want to see. Through a couple of surprises your way, and John Lithgow as the neighbor fucking killed it. What I want to see as the as a as a premiere, and honestly, I could even see this working out really well, because I think it would be hard to translate into a movie, <laughs> but maybe like an eight-episode <coughs> series, like an eight-episode series, kind of like True Detective, something like that, but um, yeah. the, uh, the Stand. I would love to see a more serious rendition of The Stand. Yeah. Because it was wild when I was a kid, but they it had was that a made-for-TV-show movie thing that was not good. It was. It wasn't great. No, it wasn't great because they put a, they took a lot of stuff out of it. Because well, you have to. The Stand is a long book. It's brutal. It's a big book. Brutal. There's a lot of narratives happening yes, all there at are. once. Yeah, there really are. But it's that's a that's a good one. That's my favorite. It's, you think? Yeah, it's The Stand, The Shining. Pet Cemetery, for favorite Stephen King of all time, hmm. for sure. Damn. The books, not the movies. I think I movies. might agree with that. Yeah. The books, not the movies. The stand's so epic, how do you beat it? It's a, yeah. You don't. I mean, Randall Flagg, that character, I think that's probably one of my... The like, greatest renditions of the devil top ever. top five favorite, like, evil characters. Yeah, he's... So sinister. Charming motherfucker, oh, too. Man, he was just funny. like the way that, that he's written is just ooh, dark yeah. with denim Dan, too, dark, dark, all day. Dark. Uh, Denim, he was a denim Dan to yeah. the core, Canadian tuxedo. Uh, Austin, what's your favorite piece that you've ever done? <laughs> uh, oh, that's a hard one. I don't really think I have a favorite. Well, yeah, definitely do. Definitely do. <laughs> okay, I take that back. Uh, Salvia Space, too. Yeah, it's a little pen drawing I did, but it, it tells a story. It's almost like a comic strip. Yeah, if I, I don't have service on my phone or I'd show it to you guys. Um, you can send it to us after. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's like send a... It. Basically, it, it looks like a comic strip, but, I mean, it's kind of not linear story-wise. And it starts in the very bottom corner where it's like me in the bedroom. And then it has like a spirit-type apparatus kind of lifting out of the person and spinning into a cycle where goes to like a you've seen interstellar so you know that space that he's in with the bookshelves it's yeah. kind of like a drawing of that but in each little area this is a different like i had uh, different molecules different equations for different like mathematical things like wormholes and black holes stuff like that uh wait is this that one that had like the couch in the middle or that was the first one. <gasps> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. i was gonna say this sounds like two part weirdly series. similar yeah salvia space one sally space two is much more intense yeah yeah that's definitely directly related. I drew those as literally as soon as I woke up from my trip. Yeah. Which Damn. is a fun time. It's and weird how like, much you remember. Yeah. It's basically, I was looking into it. Like, A lot of people believe it's a astral projection. So you're just plane walking, kind of, I guess. I don't know. It depends on what you're into, what you believe. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. It's a fun time. If you're ready for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One of my good friends is really into astral projections and that type of stuff. I mean, I don't really know that much about it. I just know the surface level type knowledge, but... From my understanding, and if it's anything correlated with when I did that, it was like the multiverse 
you kind of have access to time and space. Yeah. You can see everything and anything and choose which direction you want to go, but you don't get to choose at the same time. It just depends on how much willpower you have or how much you let go. Mm -hmm. Depends on how you get there too, whether you're meditating, whether it's through substance, whether it's just dreaming. You know what I mean? But you got there through Salvia. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I've always wanted to do a uh, sensory deprivation tank. That's like, yeah, that's what I really want to do that too. I really want to try that. That'd be insane. And I've seen where like they do the, um, have you ever seen where they'll do the, basically you get under a light that's like this close to you and you take just a sheet of paper and like tape it around your face and then you put on uh Hmm. um ear protection so that you can't hear anything (laughs) like yeah like yeah yeah. infinite white room so you just can't see exactly and then you lay on a table and it's like it's supposed to be like a budget sensory deprivation experience Weird. Oh, I wonder. I like the light and the darkness definitely has to affect you in different ways, for sure. Mm-hmm. You would imagine. Anyway. See, I've always thought like the best way to do it would be on a waterbed. Yeah. You know. <laughs> do it like Daredevil did. Get on a waterbed <laughs> and, and then do it. Yeah. Just be floating. A tank Let's would be the one. way to go, though. Yeah, I want to try it. I just I have no idea how you would even go about doing that. A tank. How long, do you, how long do you think it takes? So mean? in a true sensory deprivation tank, it's not supposed to take very long. You just, yeah. You, like salt minutes. water helps you buoyant, and then once you start losing track of your feeling, you kind of, I mean, you're, when your arms and legs fall asleep, it's kind of like the same thing. You oh, don't man. know, you, you don't know what's there, what's not. You can't feel anything. So once you can't feel anything, you just, your mind. That's crazy. That so. would be sick, but I don't know if I can handle that. I don't even like silence, so I couldn't imagine. I think that's what would bother me. Yeah. It's like, I feel like... Because you're going to hear things whether you're there. You're going to have to. Right. Because your mind's going to start... It's going to start cooking things up. Yeah. See, I've always thought like... Because I have, I have pretty bad uh, social anxiety. Like crowds, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Noises get to me. And a lot of it comes from the fact that like I constantly worry... About everything. I mean, about people, threats. Yeah, don't know. blame you. <laughs> um, so I've always kind of thought, like, in a sensory deprivation tank where there's no sound, no movement, a steady light mm-hmm. or darkness or whatever, but there's no inputs, there's no stressors, that that could be, like, super beneficial for me mm. to relieve oh, a I'm lot sure. of my stress. I'm sure people with therapy could use it for mental health. Yeah. I know they do a lot of therapy with like just your muscles mm-hmm. by doing it, but I'm sure it has a lot to do with your mind in general too. Definitely would be would be an experience. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't think I could handle the silence because no, I, I know I'm gonna hear too much. I I you get know, into your I, yeah. I get in my own head too much. I know I'd be here, which is why I don't anyway. like shrooms anymore. It's too cerebral. Yeah. <laughs> don't love it. It'll get you. I wish it was all just puppies and kitties and dick jokes up there, but unfortunately it's not. No, that's your worst fears. But that's what you want. You learn from that. You do. You do. It's tough to control the outcome, though. You can't control it. No, yeah, you buy the ticket. (laughs) You got to let go. You take the ride. You buy the ticket. That's it. (laughs) You buy the ticket, you take the ride. you don't know where you're going. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. See, I don't know if I, I... I don't know, man. 
I don't think I could do that. I hate not being in control. It's just being responsible. You have to submit yourself that to too. the I, like I to the chemicals. I, I don't know because they're gonna win. So you, I'm not you might a control well. freak, but like, oh, even if you slightly feel like that, I don't yeah. like not being in control. Yeah. yeah, you don't. You're the kind of guy who doesn't like to sit in the passenger mm-hmm. seat. You want to drive. Yeah, yeah. Like I drink and I don't drink like that anymore but that used to be like one of the things that i could not stand was like getting blackout drunk waking up the next day and like people telling you all the dumb shit that you did Mm -hmm. and you're just like fuck see substances like that don't really affect memory i don't think i think you remember all of it as long as you're i don't know man i blacked out on jägermeister once well i'm not talking alcohol though oh okay (laughs) 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 something about that jaeger man that'll make you black out fast yeah liquor liquor makes me yeah i don't remember shit yeah i just i don't think that would be a good experience for me uh like salvia do you mean I think he's talking shrooms. Yeah, it just depends. Well, there's like DMT. People blast off on that, and then they don't remember anything, Mm -hmm. which is weird to me since it's such a. I think it's just so profound that you can't comprehend it, so you can't bring anything back that you can understand. Yeah, doesn't help in that situation. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah, you can't explain that. You see see numbers and weird symbols and all kinds of. It's it's different, but yeah. Some jaguar comes out of the forest, starts talking to you. Who knows? You know, There's a jungle cat in the bathroom. It's crazy. I was reading this stuff on um, the Amazonian ayahuasca trips, yeah. man. You hear some stories about that. And shit. they always see jaguars. Yeah. And I was reading into that. Apparently, jaguars will take the capri root and they'll climb up into the trees and munch on it, and then they'll just stargaze. So <gasps> that has DMT in it. So wow. they, there's like this weird mystical thing. Like, are you on the same plane that they're in, and that's why you see them? You know, it's it's kind of interesting. What? Yeah, interesting to think about. I don't know. So you're telling the me these 700 pound cats are well, tripping balls? Yep. They'll yeah. climb up into the trees and just tr- fucking stargaze and trip God, out. That is the best thing I've yeah. ever heard. It's also yeah. fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> dolphins do it too, though. God, yeah, I know dolphins will do. Yeah, it. yeah. how do dolphins fi- do puffer it? Fish. Puffer fish. Oh, That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Puffer puffer fish are. They're toxic to us, yeah, oh. but I don't know how they, they didn't, I don't know. They metabolize adapt, it, yeah, like, adapt, differently. They just yeah. different adaptation. Dolphins are just water people to me. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Just really rapey water people. <gasps> rapey? Oh, don't they have, like, sex for fun? Like No, dolphins, like, rape things. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're, like, they're brutal. Death. really sad. They're brutal. To death. Sorry, kids. <laughs> it just ruined your favorite animal for you. Damn. Your favorite animal is rapey. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway. The more you know. They'll also just, like, kill things for fun. Yeah, that too. Like, not even to eat it. They'll just kill stuff. So don't work as the... Yeah. yeah. So they're kind of The like primates cats. do that, too. I wonder... That's weird. Like, higher higher consciousness Yeah, they just animals. do it for- Entertainment. Yeah, they, they fulfill a need. Cats do it too. Unnecessary for so, killing or yeah. for surviving. Huh. Satisfied by their kills. Very Weird. interesting. I think the most brutal like wildlife thing. Have you ever seen the giant eagles that hunt uh, mountain goats? Oh, they just drop uh, them off. Yeah. Into they just pick them up and just chuck them off the side of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'll pick that up at the bottom. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna let gravity do the work. Could you imagine being a goat in that situation? Like you're just chilling on the side of the mountain, and then there goes Jeff, just like <laughs> down the side of the mountain. Just like, dude, we gotta move. Like, yeah, we we gotta get out of this neighborhood. 
Damn. Wait, why oh, did it? Man. Never mind. I don't know. Those <laughs> those chimpanzee war parties. You ever see anything oh, about yeah. those? Dude, they're brutal. We're like the rival Throwing small gangs? chimps from oh, the God. trees and everything oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. They'll just rip their arms off. Like, yeah. Dude, it's nasty. Gouge out their eyes, mm-hmm. rip off their testicles. Yeah. Real brutal. I don't... That's Defaced. weird, man. Who Nature's knows? scary. I feel like humans are just as scary. Just saying. yeah, they are. We're, we're just now like we see that, that simulate. We see that similarity. Yeah, That's what still, makes like, it scary. Yeah, that behavior contribute to war and everything. I don't know. Animals are probably like, look at these fucking humans killing each other over what? I mean, That's just my rant. Even apes are to the weird point now. Like I was reading in 2016, they had orangutans that were like spear fishing and shit. Mm-hmm. So they've entered their That's stone incredible. age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to like have a big pullback on like human interactive. Yeah. Interactiveness, whatever. They're not. I don't know that the, any of them are like good at it. No, but they've observed but them in the wild yeah. trying. Yeah, no, yeah. they're not yeah. good at it. It's not like an effective thing, but they're at that point. They're using so, tools. Yeah. So how long till? And they're teaching others That's to incredible. do the same. Planet of the Apes, man. They're gonna be riding horses and taking over towns. <laughs> That's why we need Woody. Yeah. Save well, us, Woody. I think. I think what a lot because you know people get on that 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 ride and they'll be like, oh man, you know. Uh, we're going to have new humans soon and, you know, dolphins are so smart they're going to take over the world soon, but, like, these evolutionary changes take millions. Oh, of millions, years. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, when you say soon, it's not, like, not in a hundred years. Not in this no. millennia. Yeah, not even a thousand years. Like, soon is a long time Universe in relation speaking. to the universe. Yeah, if we don't kill the planet first. <laughs> if we do, it won't I matter. think it's going to yeah. kill us first. Until and, life then, goes on. and then, yeah, once we're gone, it'll fix itself. We're a yeah. virus, and it just has a fever. It's the way I think about it. You know what True. I mean? True. That's the only way I can I think like that analogy. It. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's a, another Matrix thing. Yeah. Agent Smith says that yeah. about the humans. That they're a virus? Yeah, they're a virus. That we're not a mammal, we're a virus. Because mm-hmm. we don't adapt to anything. We just... Fuck shit up. Yeah, just fuck everything up. Confused, exhaust every resource, resource and then move on. Damn. Yep. It's dead on, man. We rehorse. The Wachowski everything. brothers, they knew, they knew what they were seeing. Are they, incredible. Aren't they both like transgendered now too? Yeah, they they, so they went through some changes. That's crazy. I wonder what happened in their heads. Did that... Both of them? Both of them. Yeah, that's the part that got me. Not one huh. of them. Are they them. twins? Yeah. That's... It's not uh, as surprising. Twins are kind of in the same wavelength. Yeah. It's still crazy. It's it, not, is, it is crazy. You never hear anything like that, but it's awesome. Definitely out there. They just wanted to change themselves. Like, I'm sure. Yeah. They're so out there anyway. They just wanted to probably live another life while they were here or something. Yeah. Who knows? Working on that trilogy would make would cause some things to kind of I mean, I'm differ. sure. <laughs> Even watching that movie will make you feel weird the next couple of days. It's true. I remember when that first movie came out, man, I wasn't ready for oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's like the OG Black Mirror. Like, yeah. that's how yeah. Black Mirror... Black Mirror is pretty cool. Mm. I liked that a lot. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Which the... favorite Black Mirror episode? Uh, I don't even know, man. <laughs> There's so many. It's been so long since I've watched that, I couldn't I even mind. tell you. Right off the top of my head, White Christmas. Really? I've seen it probably 15 times. Wait, which Love one that is episode. that? The one with John Hamm, John. where they're in oh, like the remote yeah. outpost, and you learn the story about. Oh, there went my phone. Um, you learn the story about. Uh, I don't oh, know if you've I know what seen you're talking it. about. I, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say too much. 
case anybody's listening. But yeah, yeah. that's my favorite one for sure. I feel it. I haven't that's seen just that a one yet. Bleak, bleak Black Mirror episode. I mean, it's. I think it's one of the darker ones. I'm going to go rewatch all those for sure. That's like saying that. a lot. It's dark. It's saying a lot. It's real dark. There's definitely not a happy ending. Yeah, there rarely, rarely <laughs> is in that shit. There's one, ha- there's one of them, I think, The Road to San... Junipero. Junipero. Yeah, that's the only mm-hmm. one with like the happy ending. Yeah. Um, uh, not really. The one um, with... Uh, I want to say Bryce Dallas Howard, but that's not her name. Um, the redhead? Yeah, from She Was in uh, Jurassic World. That one kind of had a happy ending. Listen, that I think is probably the one episode out of all of the Black Mirror series that like really fucked me up. Yeah. That was so weird. Yeah, because it was so fucking So true. real. <laughs> yeah. Actually, after I saw that episode, I uh, bought a flip phone. And stopped using a smartphone for like six months. Talk about anxiety. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. There's yeah. always a cautionary tale uh, yeah. with technology in those, which I find to be really interesting about mm-hmm. the Black Mirror. There's always some technology yeah. that's uh, either yeah. ca- shining light on the problem or causing the problem. It's weird. I mean, it's past the point of control, though, I feel mm-hmm. like. It is. If you wa- I watched uh, Joe Rogan's podcast with Elon. Oh, yeah. And talking about AI. And it's scary. Oh, even that's I can't even imagine some of the what he knows compared to like what oh, we yeah. know. Man. Well, uh, he's yeah. been uh, trying to fight that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He just seems so depressed time. talking about it. I was like, that's he knows scary. that the battle's lost. Yeah, yeah, it's lost. Now he's just like, well, all I can do is just take all my money and go to uh, Mars. Go to Mars. Just <laughs> bunker down somewhere. Yeah, was he man. talking about like the ethical, like? Moral implications that come with AI. I haven't well, listened to that, it. and the fact that the it's already train. part of us. Yeah, a lot like, of people don't like to, It's becoming codependent already. Yeah, we live with it. You wouldn't yeah. think about it, but I mean, you carry your phone with you all the time. That's AI. It's not yeah. necessarily part of your body, but it is. You always have it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we're already so past that. One thing, and it might have even been in an episode of this that we were recording that somebody told me this. That I had never known. So you know how whenever you're going into Google uh, or, you know, logging into a website or something like that, and it asks you to do a CAPTCHA where you have to select the, mm-hmm. you know, select all the blocks that have a traffic light in it. Yeah. That's AI. Oh, yeah. That's uh, helping the AI recognize things. I see. Mm. Yeah. It's forever growing. Didn't Facebook have to, like, shut down one of their computer algorithms because it started, like, speaking in language they didn't understand? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember if that was Facebook or who it was, but are you talking about the one that like within uh, it it had been out for it might have even been Google, Um, but it it started saying like a bunch of like racist Nazi propaganda. And then, yes. And then (laughs) that's right. And then started like speaking in its own language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. All really quickly. Like they 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 put it online and literally within like ten or fifteen minutes got very Trump. It was like <laughs> quoting Hitler and like spewing off racist hate stuff speech. and hate oh speech. God. It's crazy, man. Good yeah. God. <laughs> Could you imagine that Terminator remake where Terminators oh. just really racist? Like the Aryan Terminators. <laughs> they just like he got doesn't, scarier. He doesn't show up all muscled with a shotgun shooting people. He just They're just shows a bunch up. of Edward Nortons yeah. from American History. X. He's just a skinhead. 
Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's so funny. It looks like a Skynet, Skynet man. Skynet's Aryan as fuck. Alt right, like a I'm not a skinhead. I just fuck I have a shaved head. Right, I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But yeah, I do remember reading about that. It's very yeah. strange. Very strange. Well, detail. Is there anything else that you would like to tell the listeners about? We're approaching our end. Honestly, man. Not that I could think of. <laughs> Plug all the handles yeah. then. Let them yes, know where to find Yes, give us all you. of your, yeah. your handles. Mainly run through Instagram right now. I just got uh, Sleazes Christ Art. That's all together one word. And then I have my clothing, which is Sleazy Threads with an underscore. And then I actually just opened up a new store called Misfit Gems on Instagram, which is all of our uh, crystal jewelry. We have a, our grandfather actually hand mines a lot of the crystals himself and polishes, wow. cuts them himself. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, everything's set in like real gold, you know, 24 karat gold, sterling silver, real shit. So yeah. Wow. Nice. We, most of our stuff is like, I don't know, like we don't have really cheap jewelry. I mean, we have earrings and pendants for a couple hundred bucks, but. You got the bougie stuff. Yeah. If you want some nice classy. Real deal, holy field. Yeah. If you want some nice sapphires and rubies, you know what I mean? Hit me up. <laughs> and no blood diamonds. It's no all blood fair diamonds. trade. Yeah, it's, yeah, all, it's all good stuff. <laughs> good shit, man. All right. Thanks, Thanks for being on, man. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's I great talking it. with you. Definitely. Yes, sir. Cuts us our home. This is right.